Welcome to the Brew Crew. I'm Indiana. And I'm Cowboy. And tonight, we're going to go off the beaten path a little bit and talk about some stories we've accumulated over the years. <laughs> we we definitely have some stories that have not we been have, shared to the world. <laughs> we have a stockpile. We definitely Between do. me and you, just the stuff we've done together, we have a stockpile. Throughout our lives, it's, we got a plenty. Yeah. All right, so what beer are we reviewing tonight there, Cowboy? Is that a Mike's Hard Strawberry Lemonade, I've got to say? Okay, I, I, I already I, took a swig. Would you like to take another to really freshen the, the palate there? That puts old Foster's to shame. I <laughs> Foster's, I feel like you got to be a heavy drinker, which I don't know if I'd consider myself that now. I definitely used to be. Yeah. Uh, I can get down with some Fosters, and we're, and we're recording these back to back. Yeah, we're, we're more drunk now than the one we just recorded. <laughs> yeah, back again, motherfuckers. <laughs> but uh, I don't, I don't dislike it, but I don't know if I'd ever buy it to get drunk. Is the thing. I mean, if you were really hurting, it's a good cheap. If drunk. you give me something with alcohol in it, I'll drink it. Fair is the thing. But the strawberry, it's good. It's like, like soda. You could literally probably make a float out of that. Yeah. And no one would know there's no. alcohol in it. All right, I can't wait. Screw the the beer review. I'm, yeah, I'm too hyped to get into this one tonight. I don't know if I've ever told you this story. Oh, this would be a good one then. So our first, we're, we're doing more of a story time tonight. Story so. time slash... Bro bonding. Yes. Which, those of you who can't see, I'm slightly caressing Indiana's arm. <laughs> Welcome to the shit show. Yeah, you ain't lying. All right, so school. A young cowboy was about 12 years young at the time. And we were getting ready to play fucking kickball or some shit. I don't right. know. Right, the gangster days. Back yeah, the day. but they had us all, boys and girls. This is the important part of the story. Girls were involved. Right. We were all crammed together in this tiny little section of the bleachers. They want us all sit together for whatever reason. And if you don't know me, I have some raunchy farts sometimes. Yes, I mean, we're talking like demons out the ass. Yeah, they're pretty bad sometimes. Now, the stench is not really what I'm known for. The noise. The rumblers. The absolute night howlers <laughs> is what I'm known for. All right. So I'm sitting next to my best friend at the time, and we're just chilling. We're like, Listen to the PE coaches talk about, I don't know, fucking, it might have been kickball even. I don't, I don't know at this point. Right. It was some sort of outdoor activity <laughs> right. involved in physical education, if yeah. you want to get that technical. But, and so here's the thing though, my best friend at the time was also well known for farting. Okay. And my stomach was hurting so <laughs> fucking bad. I tell you what, it was hurting like a some bitch. And I just remember... I was looking around, I was like, there ain't no way in hell I'm going to get away with this. Start talking, this is the middle of conversation, I just fucking ripped ass. I'm talking major league ass clapping, gut straining, 
sweat breaking ass. Not not the type of ass you just go. It's yeah. done. I'm talking about the fucking sounds like you about shit your damn pants <laughs> ripping ass. And as soon as I got done putting my leg back down, because I lift my leg up when I fart. <laughs> he does do that. I can confirm. Everyone, and I'm talking everyone in that class. There must have been like I don't know thirty something of us in there. Turned around and looked at me, and I immediately pointed to my left at my best friend. I threw him under the bus so fucking hard, and he was just like, "It wasn't me." I was like, "Dude, that was gross." And was like, "Yeah, man, that was gross." And I'm trying not to say his name right now because it makes it better with yeah, the name, but, right? But. <laughs> Everyone's like, that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> oh, and all the girls were just like repulsed and shit. And it and I've gotta say, he was mad at me for the next two to three days. After that we were good. Yeah. But, he was but I mean at, at the time though, I was just like, Man, that was gross. And I pointed at him and just it no one even second guessed it. Everyone just put the blame all on him. Everyone was <laughs> so pissed crazy. at him. Everyone's like, Oh, I can fucking smell it. That is great. But, Indiana, don't you have a school story for us? I do. A pretty decent one, actually. Like, this is one of those I gotta go ahead and admit. It may not be good to everyone else. But it's one of those things when you were there, it was just hilarious at the time. So, same thing, you know. uh, Old Indiana's a young buck, you know. We're talking, like, elementary school young buck, so... What would that be, like, fourth, fifth grade? Way back when. And uh, once again, my best friend at the time. Okay, we had this teacher. I feel like everybody's had that teacher. We're talking about, you know, old as dirt. But it's the one that just has the damn caboose. Okay. (laughs) Just just the absurd, just large caboose. I'm talking. I'm talking like. I'm, I'm talking like. Okay. I'm talking like. She's at the. She desk. got that wagon. Right? Yeah. She's at the desk next to you, and that shit brushing your paper on your desk, right? Okay. Oh, I'm in tears. <laughs> I was just thinking about it. Okay. So this bitch, she's old as dirt. <laughs> okay. She, <laughs> she got that absolute Thomas caboose. She got that Tonka truck. <laughs> yes. She's got the fucking... <laughs> she got the cake before cake was a thing. Okay. And... There was one day, she had a light bulb go out in her classroom, okay? We're talking about one of the big, long, fluorescent tube lights. Yeah. Okay, and me and my best friend were kind of assholes at the time. Okay, we're the class clowns, you know, we're those dickheads. Whew, I'm in tears. Okay, so we're those dickheads, <laughs> right? And uh, she has this light bulb go out, Okay. Well, she thinks it's a bright idea to slide one of the old plastic chairs over to to fix the light, right? Uh, yeah. My buddy 
Caesar, get up on this chair. We're talking, you know, caboose out, you know, full-fledged. Caboose is there. And he looks at me, and he goes, watch this. And, you know, I'm sitting there. What the fuck is this kid about to do, right? He walks over. And we're talking, like, a walk like you mean business. You know, you're strutting it, okay? Got that confidence. And he, quotation marks, accidentally bumps into the caboose. And this this bitch proceeds to fall off the chair, okay? And I'm talking like it's a crash. Like the teacher in the next room comes over because he heard the crash. And he, Jesus Christ, okay? The foster's getting after me. It just, it just, it's just crashing. We're talking like crashing to the point shit falls off the motherfucking shelf. Crashing, okay? Oh, I've got a small story. To Go for it, because the best part of the story was the caboose, so I'm pretty much done. Is that it? Yes. Oh. It was just the was fucking a, large ass. There was this very feminine guy in the third grade. Okay. And he would always make a big deal out of everything. And he would always snitch on everyone. That that was the main reason why I didn't like him. All right. I have a story of tailing to this from mine. Okay. But he was like, oh, whatever, make a big deal out of everything, snitched on everyone. Right, that guy. And there was one day, me and my best friend at the time, same kid from earlier that I blamed the fart on. Right. Uh, we were just straight, you know, just chilling. Okay. In third grade, you know, we didn't really have too much to do in third grade. We are just sitting around, and one day a bookshelf. So there was like one big wooden bookshelf in the room. Right. And it had about four or five different rows on it. By rows, I mean, you know, damn pieces of wood holding the books up and all. Right. One of them some bitches breaks one day. Okay. While he's sitting around bitching at us, like, I'm going to tell on you. All right. All that. A whiny. And bitch. it was an act of God, I swear. <laughs> It happened to be the dictionary shelf that broke, and it only only one side of it broke though, and every single one just went ding, 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 ding on top of his head. Oh my God, was I happy? I can imagine. I was cracking the fuck up. It was great. All right, back to you. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. This one we're gonna we're gonna go on the edge. A little bit here, okay, on the podcast. All right. Don't know if I should tell this story, but it is too, too good to pass up, right? So, stemming back to the old elementary school days, right? So, I'm probably like nine, ten. Fun fact, this is my first fight story, okay? Mmm, I've heard this story. <laughs> a little it's edgy, good. but it's a good one, okay? So, I'm on the school bus, right? You know, the school bus is pretty shitty place overall i don't know if yeah. you ever rode on a bus yeah you know you had your your kids that thought they were hot shit and then you know you're just normal kids and then you're nerdy kids let's be honest they were there okay well i you know i was the i i used to try to go back to the back of the bus hang out with the cool kids right well where there was this younger kid about a grade below me that thought he would do the same so we're sitting, you know, diagonal from each other. So, like, I'm a row back, seat across. You know, everybody's got their feet kicked out in the aisle. You know, think they're hot shit. Well, this this kid proceeds to kick my leg, right, in the shin. 
right? And I'm talking, this one for like 10 minutes, okay? I was being patient. And I looked at this kid, finally, and I said, if you kick me one more goddamn time, I'm going to beat the shit out of you, <laughs> right? And I guess he didn't believe me. Because it was about five minutes past, he didn't kick me. Well, he kicked me in the shit. So I dove across this fucking aisle, tackled this kid against the wall of the bus, slammed his head against the window, punched him in the gut about four times. He proceeds to cry on the floor. Now, before I go any farther, I got to say, the best part of the story is my bus driver fucking loved me. I don't know why. He, he loved me. I didn't even get kicked off the bus for doing Dude. that. Now, I think the absolute banger to this story <laughs> finishes it off. I'm going to put this in nice terms. Now, about 15 years later, I, f- <laughs> I find out this kid is uh, more on the... Uh, how do I want to word this? Um, <laughs> he swings the other way. Oh, I thought you were going a totally different way. I thought you were going to say you beat the shit out of a retarded kid. No, he's gay. Oh. So come to find well, out. That's all right, the motherfucker. If you told him you were going to scrap, and then he proceeded to do that, thing, that's okay. I thought you were going to say no. he was autistic no. or something like that. I was going to say, whoa there. No, the best part of the story of that is, is my friend that still lives up there. I didn't even know about this, and I literally get a text one day, you're not going to believe who's gay. And it was literally the kid I beat the shit out of about 15 years ago. <laughs> so he needs to say, I beat the brakes off a gay kid and didn't know it. <laughs> Fun fact, you can't beat the gate away. You the gay away. not. Sports. Childhood sports. I'm going to let you fire this one up because you seemed excited about this category. Oh, uh, so I was never a big sports guy. I'm still not. Fair. Feel like you're into it or you're not. It's one of yeah, I mean, I just don't really care for it. It's one thing about living in the South. It's like you're expected to love football one way or another. And I just can't stand it. So, baseball was sort of my thing. I was decent enough at it. I was a good hitter. But I've always been a fat little shit, so I couldn't run too well. So, hitting was about the only thing I could do. Completely besides the point. We'll call him, I mean, he was like seven at the time, maybe eight. Okay. We'll call him Mr. J. Mr. J. Mr. J did also not want to be there. He proudly claimed to both teams at every opportunity that he just got a new PlayStation. Oh, okay. And he was dead set on going home and playing it. And he was going to find a way to get his ass home. Right. We're like, ah, oh, yeah, whatever. Cool PlayStation. Whatever. You're going to get yourself home. It's okay. Halfway through the game, kid's got a shit-eating grin on his face. We're like, (laughs) what is he about to do? We're all looking at each other like, he said he's going home, but we don't understand how he's going to go home. Drops trowel. He was on, like, first base. Garden first base. All right. Drops trowel. Bare-ass moons. Everyone. Does like a fucking 180 (laughs) at least twice. Gets everyone. Kid's mom, super calm. Guess the kid 
I bet he's thinking, oh, I'm going to go home and play PlayStation. (laughs) And I just hear blood-curling screams coming from the bathroom. He got his ass whooped good (laughs) and proper that night. That's great. Dude, (laughs) mooning the other team, that's like the ultimate troll. It wasn't even mooning the other team. Everyone got a look at it. So I'm going to be honest with this category. Yeah. A few different stories, but they're all the same. So I'm just going to I'm going to paraphrase here and cut it short. Essentially involves that I think Cowboy would would say even my one sport was basketball. Well, I got rather good at shit talking in basketball, but not even to the point of being cocky. I just shit talked people to the point that they got mad and I had several people try to fight me through that sport. It's a very interesting, interesting time. Fishing memories. Grandfather, father, what have you. What you got? Okay, I'll start this one off. It's a banger. Involves my my dad. Okay. So I love your dad, by the way. He's a great guy. My dad's like for anybody that doesn't know, my dad is like the chillest human being ever. He's the calmest person I've ever met. Oh yeah. If you ever thought Bob Ross was calm, you need to meet Indiana's dad. Yeah, he's hilarious. He's just a funny guy in general. But, which I feel like I'm saying that ties in this story perfectly. So, I mean, I don't know. Okay, so I'm, we had just moved here, right? So I was probably like 12, 13, right? And so, you know, we're still learning our local lake, okay? And for anybody that doesn't know, me and my dad, huge fisherman. Like bass fishing, that's Good. it. Right. But we're still trying to learn the lake. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh my god, that one was bad. <laughs> okay, we're still trying to learn the lake. Right, I'm trying to continue after that. It's a little difficult. <laughs> I mean, that one that one just shut this shit down, <laughs> let me tell you. Speaking of shit. Yeah, okay. Me and my dad, we're still trying to kind of, you know, we're trying to learn the lake, you know, don't know a lot. We're going from, from Indiana, where I get the, the code name. From fishing there to fishing here. A lot of spotted bass here. Cowboy would attest for. Yeah. And my dad, so, you know, we're already frustrated, don't really know what the, what the hell we're doing on this lake, right? Trying to figure out what baits to throw. We're used to our northern baits working as to where they're not working here, right? So he's already frustrated as hell, right? Well, I don't remember for sure what he was throwing, but I want to say it was just a weighted worm. Okay, we're just talking good old Texas rig. Well, we're near a bridge, Cowboy would probably know the bridge if I named it, but I'm not going to. But I think we fished it before. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we're fishing. I just mouthed it out, by the way, we're for fishing context. that bridge. But we're fishing, like, the edge of the bridge. Okay. Where it's not quite the bridge yet, but, you know, where we're it's still yeah. land. Right. He casts. Get this te- he gets this Texas rig hung in the tree, right? Once again, keep in mind, he's frustrated <laughs> as shit, okay? So he gets hung in this limb that's hanging over the water. Well, I proceed to watch him for about five minutes, shaking the shit out of this tree limb. The whole time, he's cursing and talking about how we can't catch fish on this lake, okay? I mean, we're talking, you know, shaking the shit out of it. Well, all of a sudden, he's looking at me, still cursing and talking. That Texas rig... Proceeds to break loose from this limb. <laughs> now keep in mind, he's jerking the shit out of this thing, okay? 
Well, I'm looking at my dad. He's looking at me. All of a sudden, you know, I hear the whoops from that thing breaking loose. This thing proceeds <laughs> to come back at about 65 miles an hour and hit my dad right in the crotch. Oh, fuck. <laughs> We're talking weight, weighted Texas rig right to the gonads. Damn. And... <laughs> You know, you think your dad's Superman when you're a kid, but watching him drop to the deck for like two minutes solid, it was the funniest thing afterwards. And just real quick side story, I also watched my dad jump in the lake after a rod that flung out of his hands. Oh, boy. And it was like a month later. He was having a rough month. Anyway, I want to hear your fishing memory. Okay. So one of my favorites is with my grandfather, who... I learned how to bank fish from. Okay. I cut my teeth bass fishing with another friend's grandfather, actually. But bank fishing, I learned from my grandfather. And he would always set me up with the one rod. Okay. And then that was it. I remember you said that. one rod. You know this this one. And the place we would go to a lot, which I've been trying to find this place for years. I want to go back knowing what I know now and see if it's any better. But it was okay at the best when right. we fished there. And it was just one of those things, like you pay $5 to fish, and it's just some... I remember Auburn used to do research there. Okay. But that that's as far as I've gotten. Like, I just, I just can't for the life of me remember. My grandmother doesn't remember either. My grandfather has since passed. But anyways... Like, we drove past one guy, and he had, like, 12 rods set up all in rod holders, just cruising the bank. Right, he's that guy. And he was that guy. And my grandfather goes, what an asshole. <laughs> and I shit you not, we were there for, like, eight minutes. My grandfather sets me up the one rod, and that's all I had to fish with. Okay. And I look over at my grandfather, and he has, like, six rods set up. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm trying to catch a fish. <laughs> I was like, well, why can't I do that? He's like, you're still learning. Let me, let me. What Grandpa a... was doing was he just wanted to catch a fish. Right. And me... I guess, I, I don't know what, but to, to me, it, it was a lot funnier in my head. I'm yeah. sure the first time I described it, no, it was a lot it was funnier. Funny. Let me get a breakdown. What fish were you trying to catch? What type of fishing are we doing? So, I believe two of his rods were for catfish, and everything else was for, like, brim slash crappie. Okay, so more like light tackle. Yeah. Okay. Now, we did a lot of cane polling growing up, but yeah, uh, cane polling was underrated when you were a kid. I'm kind of, I kind of want to try it again, to be honest. I with mean, you. it's so simple. I, to I went back to Texas rigs here recently just because, like, I've gone so far, and then I just felt the need to go back, at least for bass fishing. I've got to say, Texas rigging is fun as fuck. Well, that's like I used to do a lot of wacky rig. When I was younger, and I've kind of recently started getting back into the wackery, and I kind of missed it. It was fun. All right, I feel like our next topic is going it, to, it's a good one. It's going to take a little while. Yes. Okay, that was a little mouthing between me and a whole cowboy there. He's He's got to take a short intermission. I think the uh, Fosters is rushing back up, so to speak. <laughs> then, it, <laughs> if only you could see as he rushes to the other room. 
But I'm actually speaking of Foster's. I'm gonna I'm gonna fill the gap here for a minute on how big this damn can is. Okay, we're talking like a football sized can. Okay, we're talking like you remember the Nerf football you had as a kid? That is this beer can. It's it is it's massive. It's literally three beer cans wide. Like if you're talking like standard Michelob cans, it is probably three of those. I don't remember how many ounces. We're talking, about, we're talking about 24 and a half fluid ounces of beer. He's almost killed it. Well, here's the thing. I done had three mixed drinks. That's true. Three or four Bud Light Platinums, I don't remember. And this can of Foster's, I just kind of took it over because I like how fucking big it is. <laughs> Are you going to keep the can? Is that a trophy can? I don't know. But point is, the Fosters has some kick to it. Yeah, no, that's like a, she got some spice to her, but. Yeah, for real. All right, we got to dive into this next one. It's a <laughs> Okay, me and Indiana met working together at Bass Pro Shops, which I've got to say is one of the shittiest jobs I've ever worked. It's terrible. I'll also say, though, I don't feel like that's every Bass Pro. I feel like it was our Bass Pro, in which I'm not going to name the location. No, but our Bass Pro was terrible. Definitely. The discount was baller. That was for sure, because we fish a lot. Yes. I feel like we probably saved, between the two of us, probably like... A few hundred dollars? No, more than that, dude. Think about That's all just true. the rigs you bought. That's a good point. I bought not even counting like soft plastics and shit. That's true. Rigs that sell like the shaky head rigs there. Yeah, get them for like two bucks. Yeah, but the point is, me and Indiana had more than our fair share of bonding at Bass yes. Pro Shops. And uh, I mean, I want, I think we should throw this out there. Where the story stems from was Black Friday, correct? No, it was our inventory day. That's right. Yes. So we have to in. We had to inventory everything in the store. I mean, not us personally, but the whole store has to inventory every but product. That being said, our section in that store, you wouldn't know by looking at it. Was but it was definitely like either the first or second biggest. I mean, yes. it was huge. I, I'd say we were second because yeah. fishing was huge. But the but, sad part is we were the most dead section in the store. So that that's where the boredom stems from. Boredom, it was terrifying. We were the go-to manual labor guys. Definitely. Being some of the younger there, too. Yeah. At the time. That, and it's like, I don't know, a certain part of it was like, does no one else up in this bitch know how to use a power tool? True. We built a lot of shit working there. We built so much shit. I've never built more shelves in my life. And they had us doing, like, retarded stuff, too. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean it in, like, a... Just, like, stuff that doesn't make sense. Like, a... Building stuff for other departments and stuff. And there's, like, six people that work there. And half of them are standing around doing nothing. But, uh... We call this story the Pimp Cane story. We do. Set the the Okay, so, yeah. I got there at what? Like... Five thirty six. I thought you got there at like. It might have been right at five. Okay, so yeah. But keep but, in mind, for you, it was a forty yes. plus minute. Drive. So I had gotten up at like four a.m. for this, right? 
And, I mean, I don't know. I was there for, what, four or five hours-ish? It was a long... Well, I mean, I mean, hold on. Okay, so it was like four hours before Cowboy had got there. And we had been working, moving stuff, counting stuff. You got to count everything in the store. So, I mean, I had done counting a hundred times. And I'm tired as shit at this point. And then old Cowboy shows up. And I don't know, how long would you say you were actually doing the inventory before the actual story takes place? I didn't do inventory, but I was handling customers while you were doing inventory. Okay. So he was there maybe, let's say, two hours. Which I'm not the guy to handle customers. Right. No, I don't think either of us were realistically. <laughs> but So he's there for, I don't know, let's say an hour, hour and a half, handling customers while I'm helping our manager at the time finish up inventory. So what? I've already been there like six hours, six and a half hours, and I'm just fucking dog shit tired. And <laughs> I'm going to let him finish up. So... I'd been there for, I don't know, maybe three hours at this point. And I don't sleep well as it is. And we were busting balls that day. We were we were busy as fuck that yeah. day. And I'm talking, like, our department always got shit on in that particular Bass Pro. Yeah. Like, we had red carts that were for moving heavy shit. Yes. And other departments would hide them. So on days we received shit, they didn't have to move as much in one go. Right. Which is all fine and good. But when you have to move a 300-pound generator, that sucks. Because let me tell you what, old cowboy here would have to pick them up and fucking carry them. Yeah, or a shopping cart, which is not fun. No, it's not. you got to get it back out and you can't get the damn thing It's a really shitty thing. So I was doing that for like half the day. And old Indiana, he's already been there for like, I don't know, seven hours at this point. Doing like... I'm not going to say menial labor ain't the right word. Just intensive work, I guess what I would say. It's just like matching up numbers and shit. Yeah, just a lot of numbers and counting. It's just fucking stupid shit. Yeah. So, I'm tired. We both hate our jobs. Facts. And the only thing that made Bass Pro worth working at was honestly like sometimes the 30 minutes we got to spend together. Well, and I was like, throughout there, we were both going to school at this time. Yes, I'm still in school yeah. at the moment. He's about to go back to a different school right, right now. So we're both, you know, school on our off days, working on our days that we're not at school. So at this point in time, we had not yet get hung out of Mm-mm. Not outside At this point in time, we were just work friends. Yeah. And... I always like to make the joke. We had some walking sticks in our section that looked they had they, they had a crook to them, <laughs> right? And I like to call them the pimp cane. Yes, this is probably funny to no one else, but I don't care. It's a story that it, needs to be told. It's a great story, and I start looking at it, and Dakota's like, he's about half dead. I mean, yeah. he is brain damaged at this point, For and I'm sure. just. And I'm always a guy, I've always appreciated, like, Monty Python and yeah. just, like, the straight-up stupid comedy. Yeah. And I start spinning this motherfucking cane, and he doesn't notice me for a second, so I walk right up in front of him, and I plop that son of a bitch down, and I go, <laughs> what's up, motherfucker? <laughs> uh, and then from there, it just started, and we were spinning the fucking, we had, like, multiple of them, we both oh, had yeah. one. 
and we were doing like pimp walk competitions. And... Well, and keep in mind, fishing section can see us doing all this. They just see Kane spinning. A- anyone in the, air. in the store that's like six feet or taller could see exactly what we were doing. <laughs> just stick spinning. And funny enough, we had two girls that we worked at the time, which were very cool women, by the way. Yes. They walked over there and like, what the fuck are y'all doing? And we had to explain to them, we're having a pimp cane walk off, <laughs> and y'all better watch. Because you're about to see some shit. Yeah, for sure. And we legitimately had a pimp cane walk off in front of them. I feel like that was one of those things at the time that was so funny because we were so tired. Like when you get that slapstick funny. And I remember you had finally settled down a little bit. You'd sat down again. Yeah. If I was still like, I don't sit down when I'm working just because once I sit down, I'm pretty much done for. So I just which I didn't give a shit that day because I was yeah, dead anyway. Fair, and that's all fair right there. But some customer walked around the corner. I saw the pimp cane in my hand, fully extended. We literally just got done fucking with him, yeah. and I turn around and I've been talking to Indiana for ain't no telling how long at this point. But I just turn around. I see the customer, and I go, how you doing today? And then I go, because <laughs> I start laughing again, because yeah. we'd been fucking heckling. Oh, we were dying. We were cracking up. It was the funniest thing. We, we just couldn't stop laughing. And just, I don't know why, but the thought of that customer after we just got done doing <laughs> all that shit, and, 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 and the fact that he probably saw at least a quarter of what we did. <laughs> I don't know why, it just cracked me up. I couldn't take him seriously, and Dakota had, had to take the conversation from there, which is our third co-worker of that section. Yeah. But he's had to take it over, because old Indiana was too tired to talk, and I was laughing, so. It was good. I feel like that brings, that we need to just tie the next story into that one. <laughs> which Vomit was after water. we were working, literally... On her notepad, it just says vomit water. Vomit water. So let me tell you something. I say you need to tell this one. It's me just... and Indiana have been drunk together more than a fair shake. I would say a lot of times. Yes, a lot of times. And let I'll... me let me set the stage for this real quick. Just let me do a preset the stage. Okay. So how me and Indiana are is no matter how many people we're drinking with, no matter. Who's over? At some point in the night, we will end up sitting next to each other, and we will stay there. Yes, <laughs> like there could be anything going on around us, and we're just we're just vibing there. I guess. Okay. <laughs> and so, all I'm gonna say is we were three sheets to the wind that night. I was seven ways to Sunday. Yeah. Fucked up. We were drunker than shit that night. <laughs> I mean, I tell you, you want to talk about tore up? We were tore the fuck up. Yes, very bad. And I was getting ready to go to bed. Doing a time check real quick. Yes. Okay, we good. So, I'm sitting there. I'm laying on their couch, which very well should have had my name embroidered on it because yeah, I slept okay. on that real couch. Real quick setup. Sometimes. It was me and Big Hoss were renting a house. And Cowboy used to come over literally every single weekend and drink. But don't call me a bum, because I pretty much paid rent and beer. That's major facts. <laughs> but anyways, sitting on the couch, I'm decently drunk. Yeah. 
I got boxers on and a t-shirt, and that is it. No <laughs> socks, no nothing. All Indiana, I hear. I'm just getting ready to go to bed, too. I was looking at gun porn. I was having a good time. I was about to throw the phone off the side and go to bed. Just turn the lights off. Oh, Indiana. Wham! Door comes open. Austin? I need some help. I'm like, what can I do you for? And he's like, I I need you to come in here. I was like, well, what for? And I shit, you know how Indiana just says, come in here. And he bolts away. I'm like, well, fuck. I get my drunk ass up off the couch. Go waddling across the room into his room, through his room, into the bathroom. And there is water. Not in the floor, but all over the fucking floor. Standing water. Standing water. (laughs) Overflowing water from the fucking toilet. And I was like, oh, shit. And I rush over to the toilet, and I'm like, I'm hitting the damn... Lever. Yeah. Lever, I guess if you want to call it. I don't know what technical term it is. Know, yeah. I'm smacking the shit out of that thing. I'm like, please stop overflowing. It doesn't stop overflowing. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. I take the damn lid off the commode, which is what I call the upper part of the toilet right. again. I don't know what... Southern. That's just a southern commode. I guess a damn commode's overflowing. And I take that damn ball and I shove it back in the hole. And it stops. I was like, okay, maybe that fixed it. I let it go. Bit water apparently built up in that point five seconds. I put the <laughs> ball back in. It motherfucker just goes whoosh. There's like an extra half inch of water yeah. now. I'm like, fuck my ass. Slam the damn ball back in there. I'm holding it in place. I'm elbow deep in the commode, t shirt and boxers. <laughs> I start looking around me. I'm like, there's swirls in this water. And of course, you know, we're men. We know how men think. I'm like, what did you do in this toilet before (laughs) it overflowed? Thankfully, and I believe him. No, it was. It was was just a little bit of vomit. Yeah, we'd been drinking very heavily. Which, yeah, very heavily, which I ain't above standing in. You know, I'm not a fancy guy. Right. But about 20 minutes into the situation, I turned to Dakota and I go, you can never call me not a good friend because I'm standing in your fucking vomit water. Fair. And I still hold that true to this day. I was like, you cannot call me a good friend. And so it's time to go get Big Hoss at this point because we have been fucking with this damn commode forever. Oh, we're talking like... 30 minutes, me and you sat good. there and just tried to figure it a out. A good 30 minutes. Of course, like I said, we're both hammered, so nothing and, makes sense. And Big Hoss, who at the time was mostly sober, but was not brought into this equation because, first of all, he was tired when this happened. And for whatever reason, my mind said, get the other drunk guy yeah. to help me fix well, this. Well, you know what? We come up with great ideas, which is how this podcast started. <laughs> Very true. But, old Big Hoss gets summoned. Yes. We and, rustle. Okay, let me explain just that yeah, part real quick. Okay. Do it, do it. So yeah, cowboy sitting elbow deep in commode in vomit water, and I'm like, well, shit, we need backup, right? So I go shuffling out of my room. 
Big Hoss is literally right across the hall in his room. Keep in mind, he's like almost asleep on the phone with someone. So I knock on his door and I'm like, uh, hey, we got a situation. He is mad. He's mad. He's like, I don't know what the fuck you're getting me out of bed he, for. He was tired and talking to someone he cared a great deal about. Yes. Really. And I'm, I'm like, look, I don't have time to explain. Come here. We got a situation. So he walks into this whole clusterfuck and really doesn't do much more than what we're doing. No, he did the exact same thing I did. He did the exact same thing old Indiana did. This Foster's really has some kick to it, if you let it sit a minute. Um, so finally we come up with the plan. Okay, you hold the commode. I'm going to go turn the water off to the house. Nah, that wasn't that yet. Happened. Okay, not yet then. Well, who did I call? Okay, so he calls, we'll just say phone a friend, who oh. happens to work for what, City Waterworks? Yeah, local City Waterworks. He taps over. And and friend explains different things we can try. Which I'll be honest, at a, for a three a.m. phone call, he picked up fast. He did, and he gave us several things to try. We tried a couple, didn't work. So finally, he's like, "Okay, you need to just cut the water off to the house." Now we're just at that point in that phone call when we when when uh someone pops around the corner that we had completely forgot that we called earlier. Who in the is night. it? Another. None other than Bob Ross himself. Just pops around the corner, literally looks at us, walks out in the living room. He's just not having it. He's not dealing with it. Now, what we forgot was two hours prior, which we have video evidence of this on my phone, is I had invited him over to go shoot the next day. Yes. So he shows up preparing to party with us. Right. Little did he know, and little was I aware... Because I would not, I would have slowed down, right? If I knew he was coming, yeah. But we never got a confirmation text in our defense. The right. partying had happened. Oh yeah, hardcore had happened. We were done for the night. Next thing I know, Bob Ross is looking at me, ankle deep in vomit water, elbow deep in the commode. He looks around, he's like, "Fuck that." Goes in the living room, sets himself up a place to sleep. Yeah, and just leaves us. And that's how much to help Bob Ross that was tonight. Yes, he he did not exactly throw in very much help. 